0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker. Back again with my special guest co-host, Michael. And today we're going to be talking about the 13th Amendment and the abolishing of the 13th Amendment in Tennessee in November during the uh, midterm elections. We got an election for governor in Tennessee. They're going to be uh, voting on Amendment 3, whether to abolish the 13th Amendment in the state or not. And for those of y'all that don't know, the 13th Amendment is what allows slavery to continue. It says that in the issues of when it comes to crime, uh, slavery still exists, uh, slavery and involuntary servitude in the state of Tennessee, and it says that in, in the federal constitution as well, right? So anyway, um, let me uh, allow Michael to say a few words, and then we're going to jump right into that issue of the 13th Amendment and how it's going to affect people, how we think it's going to affect people in prison. Go ahead, Michael.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm back for another episode. I'm glad to be with you. Uh I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. And it's a very deep conversation we need to have in society today, you know, because we, as the book that we read, "Slavery by Another Name," you know, yes, it's, yes, it's, yes, it yes, goes yes. deeper than what yes, than yes. what this is.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I, and I agree with that, right?
1: But like I said, uh, Amendment Three is on the
0: ballot, y'all, out there uh, in Tennessee. So if you're gonna uh, vote in that issue, don't forget. Now you have to vote for governor, one way or the other. You vote for who you want to, but you have to vote for governor for your vote to count when it comes to Amendment 3 in Tennessee, okay? Anyway, if you vote yes, that means you want to abolish it. If you vote no, that means you want to keep it in place, right? We're hoping that you vote yes to get rid of it. Now, if they change that, what does that mean? What do you think that means for people that are incarcerated? Because from what I read, the Department of Corrections, they uh, advocated, they uh, tried to, well, they did, they were successful in getting the lawmakers to make sure that there was an exception in that that said that people in prison would still have to work, yeah. right? Now, I've read something that said that, you know, that's going to muddy the waters, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, how are they are going to make us work if the 13th Amendment is abolished
1: in Tennessee and so on and so forth. But what do you think about that, Michael? Well, you know that, uh, I guess it was during, what, the, 2016 presidential campaign when Hillary Clinton said something about uh, warehousing people yeah. and, and and prison for profit. Yeah, That's all it is. Prison for profit.
0: Prison, prison, for, profit. For, profit. prison for profit. So do you think that if they abolish, abolish the 13th Amendment in Tennessee, do you think that they should have to pay us minimum wage? Do
1: you think that we will be paid minimum wage? What do you think about that? I don't think they will get the minimum wage yeah. because uh, the, the amount They'll say that they can't afford it. They can't right. afford to give us minimum wage for these jobs that we have. But on the other hand is, if it passes and it says that you can't make us work anymore, you're going to have to hire people to come in and do the jobs we're doing now.
0: Right, right. But the, like I said, the uh, uh, Department of Correction, uh, they campaigned real hard and got that section left in there or put in there that said that this did not mean that we wouldn't have to work. We're going to have to see how that works its way through the courts. Because I really believe that if they take that foundation away, that 13th Amendment away, I just don't see how they could legally make us work in a job paying us the amount of monies that they pay us. I just don't see that. Could they write us up and punish us? Yeah. But do you get to do that with somebody that, uh, a a civilian, Uh, somebody that hasn't been convicted of a crime? If they don't want to go to work, they just get fired from the job.
1: (laughs) Yeah. See
0: what I'm saying? That's it. So just fire me from the job. You can't, and if you don't want me here, kick me out. i will be glad to be kicked out. You feel what I'm saying? You kick me out anytime you want to. (laughs) You know what what I'm saying? And then I go get me another job. (laughs) You know what (laughs) I mean? I'll find one that I want to work at. But I'm trying to understand all these complexities because I've I've heard a lot of guys, they're just waiting to see how this plays out because if they abolish the 13th Amendment in Tennessee, uh, I just don't see how they're going to continue to be able to run prisons the way they do. We do all of the work. All of it. We do all of the work. And I think it's going to take some forward-thinking administrators from from the governor on down to see this system in a new way. And I think that's what's coming. I don't think a lot of people understand that. But this is a big deal. This is a big step towards making the prison system one that is beneficial for victims
1: as well as the perpetrators. You understand what I'm saying? And, And that's one of the things that they would probably do if they gave us more money, that money would go into a victim's fund. Absolutely. Go to that fund Absolutely. Just and, like, and it should. You should yeah. have to pay you should, most definitely. Uh, compensation to your victims and most their definitely.
0: family and, and, and the system and all of that, right? But I don't think that you should be forced. I don't think, because if you haven't changed, you haven't changed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't want to change,
1: that's, that's between you and the Most High or whatever you believe. Because in my case, what I would have done, if I would have been making that money when we first came to prison, when my victims were children, they wouldn't have had to struggle. They would have got that money from me. Yeah, they would have right. had more it's money from right. me. It would have it's been right. like child support. Right. She was like, I, I right. want to say some state or some was trying to pass a thing about it was in Tennessee, it may have been about passing something about uh, I think if the DUI crash and you kill somebody, you have to pay child support. It's to that, Tennessee. To yeah. So, in Tennessee. so I, I I don't have a problem with that because I took a father from his kids, you know, and, 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 and so I have to be their provider now. I took that I took that on. And with I, and what I, I did Yeah,
0: And I, and I agree with that I, I, I'm i in here for murder as well And and I think that I should have to pay compensation to the families You know what I'm saying But I, in doing that I believe that I should be able to have a job That will allow me to do that
1: Exactly. That's, you see what exactly. I'm
0: saying I need a job that exactly. will allow me to do that I think that is part of paying back your debt Paying your debt to society Exactly. We are crippled from being able to do that You know what I'm saying And I think that's really a big problem that we have Not just in Tennessee but nationwide You know what I mean Yes, no doubt about it. No doubt about
1: it. So they, 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 um, with the, I'm a different animal. Okay. I'm going to work. Yeah. So I pray all the time that there's never a sit down because I want to go to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause so, so I don't know, you, you know, yeah, in prison, yeah, yeah. In, in prison, you yeah. have to conform to what the people are doing. If everybody's yeah, sitting hey, down, hey, you hey. can't go to work. Yeah, go at
0: your own risk. Cause you don't know, go at your own risk. Cause they're going to be looking at you like, okay, you playing like that. <laughs> Now, they ain't going to always be here to protect you now. So, you know, when you come in from work, they're going to be looking at you like, oh, you, oh, you, you. it's kind of like when you break the picket line out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go on the work you want to, but the consequences in here are a little bit more severe. So, you know, they ain't worrying about this throwing no eggs at your house. They trying to break your legs in here if you, if you cross that line. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do believe that a lot of people are not taking uh, this issue uh, as serious as it is, right? I think that, you know, if you're doing this for window dressing, Look, for whatever reason you're doing it, but if you're doing it for window dressing and thinking that you're going to continue to be able to uh, run prisons and treat prisons the way that you do, you really don't understand how, how intricately woven that 13th Amendment is in the way that they run prisons. We have absolutely no say over anything dealing with our person. The governor the state of Tennessee basically owns us. You feel what I'm saying? Do we have certain rights? Yes, of course we do. But if they come in and they tell us to get up out the bed, come outside, and sit down in your T-shirts, socks, and boxes, that's what we have to do.
1: And, and I think that the, the 13th Amendment ties in with reform. Yeah, it, it ties in with reform because you, like I said on episode before, that an officer may treat me a certain way. I may get upset about it. But I'm not the average person that's in here. They might get mad and do something about it. Me, I'm holding that in to remind myself to not come back to this. Right. So, with that being said, the reformation and reform in this slavery, if you take that out, if you take that out and they have to treat us like human beings, mm. uh, when a person's treated like a human being, a good worker, a happy worker is a good worker. Absolutely. So, if, if you treat people right, they're going to do right. Right. So... The, the thought of uh, oh they're laying back watching cable TV or they're doing this and that in prison yeah. okay we're still away from society that's the punishment yeah so we're not we're not we're not sent to be slaves because as it said in the book that you know we read about yeah. it, that they just adapt oh well don't worry about it we'll just do this just because they abolish the, sla- the slavery we'll write but, another letter yeah. so
0: that will allow us to continue to do this yeah we'll do yeah. it another way they always find a way to exercise those demons you feel what I'm saying exactly and I think you know like I said before, I, I fundamentally, not just for people that are in prison, but people that run the prison, I fundamentally believe that most people are good people. Man. That's just me. You know what I mean? But this 13th Amendment has allowed a lot of people that have that streak of evil in them to exercise those demons. And once they do away with that, they're not going to be able to hide behind that anymore and treat us any kind of way in the name of the law. You feel what I'm saying? if they have to treat us like human beings, they're going to have to retrain some of these people and, and teach them how to interact with us because they have driven, pounded, and conditioned these people that work in these places to see us a certain way. And oh my God, what, what they're going to have to do to get people to see us in a, in a way that they see their neighbors out there on the street, that's going to take a monumental effort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, that, I think it's worth it. I think it'll be good. But at the same time, you know, what responsibility do we have when they change? I'm going to say when. I'm not going to say if. When they change that, what responsibility do we have to when it comes to this 13th member being changed? How do you see us on this side? How do we, how, how should we go
1: about acting once they change? For us, yeah, the do right, I say that we continue to, to live our lives the way we live our lives, but we need to demand the change for like I said earlier, right. we need to demand the change to be treated like human beings that's you what just, it all boils down you to. You just
0: made me think, I wonder if we could form a union you know, I, just think about that, right? I wonder if we could form a union and say, look, we want better treatment, I'm here to be punished, that's why I'm here, I'm separated from society, I'm put in prison, we're here to be punished. Now, all of this other stuff that you're doing, the judge has said nothing about this Society said nothing about this They don't even know how we're treated for the most part You feel me? You are sent to prison because you broke such and such law Now all of the other stuff that comes along with that Who said that? Who came up with that?
1: Because as as Professor King said in in one of the classes That we were were sent here for penitence That's where where penitentiary came from Was penitence You were to, to do repentance You were supposed to repent So that's what we should be doing instead of being punished It's not the Department of Punishment it's the department of corrections. So we need to we need to have it some other kind of way besides this indentured slavery to. You know, it's, it's just not working. And it it won't should work.
0: be done, it should be done in a different way. In a
1: different way. Right. I'm I, like you said, I know that I'm being punished for what I did. I know what I did was wrong, and I know that I should have came to prison. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about right. that. Right. But the punishment is a separation from society. It's exactly it.
0: It's not all of this other stuff when an officer says you know, you got to pull this grass up by your hands instead of getting the lawnmower to do it. Yeah. That's not the punishment. The punishment is not an officer coming by and saying that you got to stand up at this door so I can count you until I finish. You know what I mean? At, at 5 o'clock in the at morning. At 5 in the morning. At 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Those are extra things. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't take a shower. You can't do this. You can't do that. And knowing that that stuff is not in the rule book, but nobody would really get down on them because they don't see, they've been trained not to see us as humans. If, you, if you've not seen as human, you've seen as a dog and animal, right? Well, I can't even say that because they treat animals better than they treat oh, Of course they you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going to just say You like can't leave normal. a dog in a hot car. No, you can't do it. You're going to jail. But well, we left in a hot van when we go to court or something. <laughs> well, that, well, then that's what they say. Well, you deserve that. <laughs> yeah. This is part of this. Uh, it kills me when I hear people say, this is part of being in prison. No, sure. it's not. No. Nah. But it's accepted, society accepts that. You feel what I'm saying? Society said this is okay. Society said this is okay. If you go to prison and you're raped, society said, well, that's what it's like in prison.
1: Shouldn't have committed a crime.
0: Yeah. Whatever happens to us in prison, they always fall back and say, well, you're an inmate. Yeah. Shouldn't have did it. Whatever happened to you, happened to
1: you. And me, I'm not an inmate. I'm not a convict. No, I don't do none I of that. am a prisoner because yeah. I'm being held against my will. Yeah, I don't do nothing. <laughs> so <of that>. Yeah,
0: I <laughs> I don't I don't subscribe to any of those labels, man, because to me those are slave labels and I am not exactly. a slave. Exactly. My name Joe. My mom and dad named me Joe. And inmate know? is not on my birth certificate. What you said. What you said, right? I just wanted to touch on that real quick, man, and see what you thought about it, man. And uh we'll pick up on this again after November, you know what I'm saying, if you're still here. But we'll pick up that again, you know what I'm saying? And uh, look here, I appreciate you doing this with me, man. As always, you know what I'm saying? This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe, the Crime Critic. Peace, y'all.